Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus. I am drinking Cabernet right now. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Well, it's Matt and Kim, you guys. There's wine and Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, so where do you live? <laughs> Hi, this is Hugh Collins, and you're listening to Cabernet and Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey. Hey, you guys. It's Cabernet and A. Sue's house and so that means we're we don't have the mics in the stands but we're just holding them yeah and I liked how Sue you did almost like I felt like you were doing like a recording booth <laughs> like you almost put your hand up to your yeah. ear and you were really getting in you were doing like Michael Witt <laughs> yeah, you're I doing like the Joey Gladstone yeah, like, oh. you know Joey Gladstone always do that like we love you <laughs> He'd like go out and come back in. Watch some old episodes of Philosophy if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you basically did like a hand on the ear Mariah style. Yeah, that's what my nice. life is. I liked it. I was definitely not mad about it. We're, uh, yeah, we're hanging out. We're going to do a theory episode. <laughs> We've been we're, drinking for a while. We've been drinking. We I wish I was drinking finished. more. It's we, we just finished a bottle equally. I, I think. feel like nothing. I'm dead inside, Sue. I need at least three before I feel anything. See, Bottles, had, that is. I had an afternoon coffee, so I feel like mm. afternoon coffee plus wine, I'm like, I am ready to party. <laughs> I'm like Garfield and Friends energy level. <laughs> Garfield and Friends. Do you One of my favorite shows, P.S. Oh, my God. I was obsessed party. with Garfield. We're ready. Dun, dun. Oh, my God. That I was the extended version. of spaghetti. I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come oh on God. in. It's such a party where fun it never, never ends. ends. Come on in, let's start the party with Garfield and Friends. Garfield and Friends! Oh, so wow. fucking good. You guys came for PLL and then got some weird 90s nostalgia. Because uh, thanks to uh, Sweetest of A, Sweetest of Alexa, a, who this is the last bottle that we got. We're still um, drinking your wine, Alexa. Which I God think bless. I might start ordering from this site because yeah, we did not get a single bad bottle all the no. labels were super fun the labels i was especially into yeah um we're drinking los bobos los bobos los bobos it's um oh, los bobos and that's friends. really funny because i was thinking while i was drinking it i was like this is a really nice jammy wine and it reminds me of france and it, and it is uh, a vin de france Ooh. it's a wine from france um and it's low alcohol for us for us yes 12 and a half yeah, twelve point three. Oh shit! Yeah, really I haven't got below thirteen, in and whoo, I don't remember one. But, but it's, I mean, maybe that's why I'm not toasty. Yet. It's <laughs> I like delicious. that. It, it kind of makes fun of who. So it's got a bunch of glasses on the label, which is fitting because we are both bespeckled wonders. Uh, we're bespeckled. We both uh, drink <laughs> drink glasses. We drink glasses out of wine. <laughs> we both wear glasses, except I don't. You don't wear yours during the day. I you wear, wear my, contacts. Yeah, I wear them mostly at night. And I, I am a glasses wearer. Um, and the the wine says, "Don your thick rimmed glasses and geek out with Les Bobos. <laughs> drink uh, strongly. Pepper and earth notes complement its juicy, dark Ooh. complexity, making it the perfect glass to drink." While discussing the road to enlightenment, which is obviously <laughs> that's like pretty little liars describing yeah. this podcast. Yeah, I mean, guys, don't even tell me you haven't watched this and felt watch this. You've watched this podcast. You've watched this podcast often with your eyes closed, and you're just like, I feel so enlightened. I might as well be the Dalai Lama or yeah. whatever other people are symbols of enlightenment. Guys, we've got a bunch of announcements, I feel like. Oh my god, so many announcements. First of all, if you're listening to us, you're listening to us on Podbean, Stitcher, or iTunes. Uh, and if you're listening, please subscribe and also read us. Here's a fun little thing. Fun fact alert. We haven't had a 2017 rating yet. Oh my god. So here's what we're going to do. Are we really going to do this? Am I? Yeah. Okay. Why not? I was like, we talked about it before the podcast, but like, I was like, fine. I don't even remember because we started watching Obama and now I don't remember thoughts anymore. Because this is a week old. Or you're yeah. hearing this a week after we were watching Obama's farewell speech. So yeah. yes, go ahead. Go for it. So uh, we haven't gotten any 2017 reviews. So if you are haven't reviewed us yet, now is the time because we're going to give 
a Cabernet and A award. Yes. To our favorite 2017 review. So if you reviewed us in 2016 or 2015, you're shit out of luck, asshole. I don't we already to tell gave you. you a podcast <laughs> shout out. We gave every, I think we're pretty we much caught up with all of our podcast shout outs. If you're from another country and we haven't shouted you out, please I let know. us know. That's and a problem. We didn't go. We didn't dive into the other countries. I'm sorry. But, like, but we see you. We love you. Yeah, I look at that map and I'm like, somewhere out there, we're all just wondering what the fuck is going on with Pretty Little Liars. That's our common ground. And every time I I watch an episode again, I think about you guys and I stare up at the moon. (laughs) Me too, like Bible. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So as we take this American tale journey, um, to me entering way off subject... Uh, we're going to give you guys a Cabernet and A for the best review. So it's time to review if you have felt shy about doing it. And remember, honesty counts. Yes. We're not saying the most favorable review. No. We're saying, like, tell us about the time that you stuck it through to the end and you were like, really? That's what was happening? And then you <laughs> poked one of your own eyes out. <laughs> no. What is Oedipus listening? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> if it was that bad, at least it's like points for passion. <laughs> But whatever, just leave us like a really fun, creative review and we'll pick one that's fun. I mean, obviously, this is all just a ploy to get you guys to review us in 2017. Yeah, clearly. But it's still fun because you'll still get there's a chance a fun for award a prize. The Cabernet Nays, which if we haven't I'm sure we'll probably we, we should probably we should probably though put it on social media between when we're recording this and when they hear this. Oh, there's gonna be so much social media about it. Officially because the the uh whatever. We're recording this like I already said a million times, breaking the fourth wall a week uh before you guys are hearing this. But the Cabernet A's are officially on for Tuesday, February seventh at eight mm-hmm. PM. It's gonna be a Facebook Live. So tune into our Cabernet A Facebook page. Facebook Live Tuesday, February seventh at eight PM. The Cabernet A's, our very own PLL Awards show, that you guys are gonna vote on. So check out uh, at Cabernet A on Twitter and Cabernet A on Facebook to find out how to vote. We have a voting like document page that you can fill out and we're going to tally the votes and then we have actual awards we're going to give to people we're going to yeah. have like a red carpet tanuki might wear a bow tie i don't yeah. know i've tried we're in the past and failed but we'll figure it out chelsea and i are going to do um award show looks we're gonna yeah. it's gonna be like a thing guys i'm gonna try to wear a homecoming dress from 1998 will it fit me no <laughs> is that the point yes, yes. I'll probably wear that fancy bridesmaid's dress that oh I had. Such a good idea. Get it? Yeah, get another use out of it. Yeah, why not? Um, if I can still fit it into it. Come on, guys. Yeah, Let's you can. just talk about how winter only, dieting is just impossible. Only wine for both of us between now and then. If we cut out <laughs> food, that food is a problem, really. Food. When you hear these diets, and I'm like, <laughs> I know the real problem. The problem is, is that it's you're not eating carbs, between it's food. your red wine yeah. servings. That's the Someone recently problem. told me that I was drink he's like you're drinking off brand you're not drinking cabernet and i was like bitch it's reds only yeah i was like uh yeah cabernet some person i will punt i will gouge their eye out yeah it was just so funny because he was just like you're off brand and i was like if i was gonna do like a light pinot maybe i would go but like i am a red wine drinker yeah and it doesn't have to be cabernet no Although it is a delightful treat. It is. It is usually my go-to, but I do also yeah. like a Pinot Noir. So uh, this week... I don't week, like Pinot Noir as oh much as gosh. I like a red Zinfandel. Oh, I like... Do you want to fight about it? I love a red Zinfandel. I feel like Pinot Noirs are a little too watered down. I mean, you're not wrong. I think sometimes like I'm in a specific mood for it. Sometimes I don't want something as bold. Can I tell you a secret? I started learning how to drink by drinking white Zinfandel. <laughs> that's it's like the fine. first thing i ever like was into drinking i was like oh white zinfandel and uh my well not my mom she spite my tongue santa claus <laughs> got me a case of wine this year <laughs> not santa steve no no no, not santa smith not santa um Berkins- Berkowitz. <laughs> yeah it was santa claus he got me a case of wine this year of uh, the Kevin O'Leary wines. Any Shark Tank fans out there? Yeah. A big fan of uh, of Uncle Kevin. 
And he, yeah, Santa brought me a case of Kevin O'Leary wine, including a handful of white Zinfandels, which at first I was skeptical, but they're, they're not bad. I mean, I still would prefer rosé, but here's the thing. I guess I always thought of white Zinfandel as like no alcohol content either, but I mean, that's not true. I don't know why I ever thought that. It's normal content. Yeah. It just like tastes like, you know, the first I wouldn't go out of my way, but like I'm drinking it at home. The way that I learned to drink, and this is like probably criminal, but whatever, oh it's family. Um, my brothers at my sister's wedding gave me sweet milk, which was uh, toasted almond and white Russians. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And so my sister's wedding, I was 13 years old, and that <gasps> was that was when I started drinking. Oh my god. Yeah, and then it was just like beer, and then the other thing that we used to do in high school where, I I mean, my friends and I were horrible at looking back. I'm just like, how did, no wonder I might have stomach problems now. Because, like, <laughs> we would drink, like, the game was just to take a little bit of all the alcohol in your parents' alcohol closet. Oh my God. So that way you wouldn't, they wouldn't notice. Right. And then you just put some orange juice in it. <gasps> so all the alcohol is a little bit from each one all mixed into orange juice? Yeah. Oh my gosh! How I didn't throw up every weekend. Oh yeah, and then we would just put it in like a giant Slurpee cup or something, like a giant Seven Eleven cup, and we would just walk around drinking it, thinking that we were so cool. And we were like, "Alcohol's not supposed to taste good. It's about the way it makes you feel." And now I'm like, (laughs) "Oh my god!" (laughs) Like I probably had like fucking like zambuca with vodka with gin. With Christ. rum, with orange juice. Oh. oh my god! I definitely I didn't even start drinking until I was after twenty one. But if you want to hear a story about a time when multiple people had to hold my hair back while I vomited into a toilet in my best friend's brother's house in Princeton, New Jersey, tune into Ghosted Stories, my <laughs> other podcast where I talk about dating at all. All right, let's dive into this week's episode. We're talking uh, all fan theories. So we have lots of thoughts, but should we kick it off? Well, we have lots of thoughts. You guys have lots of thoughts and we're going to be reading them. Um, but first, should we kick it off with the sneak peek that was released? But and by this time, again, it's gonna have be I mentioned, a guys, away. that this is a week old? I don't know if I did or not or if I mentioned so it 27 times. But um, <laughs> na, 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 na. do we want? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the sneak peek. So, it's well, I was surprised, first of all, how early they let it out. But so they've done early. this before. I just think, I mean, it definitely gave me something to think about and something to talk about i'm very bonnie much style? no actually do you need to call funny. bonnie Raitt to talk about it because <laughs> i was gonna go with um the movie seven because oh. all i want what's in the what's box what's in the box if you guys haven't seen it, go search. It's Sneak Peek, Pretty Little Liars, Season 7. Oh, I thought you meant 7. <laughs> it's like the movie 7. If you haven't seen 7, also go search that. What but are like, you doing don't, with your life? Look like, at your life. Look at your choices. Look at your Netflix It's just queue. disturbing, though. Like, if you're, I guess if you're of drinking age, it's fine. If you're listening to this, we assume you're of drinking age. And if that's true, I guess you can handle when emotionally the movie 7. That's a lot. Jesus, Sue. Because I don't think I was of drinking age when it came oh, out. Oh, no. I'm going to go 96. Seven, right? yeah. I'm gonna go 97 because I feel like I watched it, but I watched it with um when I was little. I watched movies with my brother, and he had already seen scary movies with me, so like I didn't find them as scary because he'd be like, "Coming up now, this is what's like what happened." I feel like 1995. I, oh wow, even more. So I want to say I bet you I didn't see it when it came out. I bet you I didn't no, even I see saw it, it till DVD a little bit later. Yeah. Because, oh man, I mean, it's still, I haven't seen it in a while, but I think I would still be disturbed by it now, but now I kind of want to watch it. No, Um, I would definitely rewatch that movie, but I think I would have to call my brother in Florida and be like, can you remind me when the scary (laughs) moments are good? Because like, that's why I don't find the movie The Shining scary or Silence of the Lambs, because I watched all that with my brother. And like, when it started to get tense, he'd be like, okay, so this is why it's getting tense. This is what's about to happen. And then it would happen. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. It wasn't so bad. Yeah. You're going to feel a little pinch. Um... (laughs) 
so the sneak peek I was saying, I mean, it's not like they give you too much, but it's just always exciting to see yeah. a sneak peek. And um, what we were talking about before we started recording was that it really kind of reminds you of the way the episode we talked about last week with babe and leo now you see me now you don't when they get the honey your baby, baby coffin <laughs> and they also get the-, get the baby coffin out of the living room <laughs> the mcmanuses are coming <laughs> come on and then the the sword in the box thing too and so they got a lot and the eight balls they got like three big a <laughs> gifts balls. yeah they got eight balls <laughs> So much packed into one punch there. Um, But yeah, so now in season 7B premiere, they're getting this big A gift. And it felt very like that World War A like era. Oh my God. Did she just declare? World World War A. A. Which is just not making any sense. I guess she didn't because we never hear about it again (laughs) after that episode. So it sounds like no. Um, Yeah. So it kind of feels like a throwback in that way, which is nice. I'm excited. I just, I mean, I can't wait. I want them to release more sneak peeks. I want them to release so many sneak peeks that I know what happens in the first episode. (laughs) And I don't, that's fine at this point. Well, I I mean, it makes, it would really help actually for podcasting purposes because then (laughs) we could be really drunk and already have known about it. Right. Um, Good point. I also really liked Aria's flippant like, oh, gee, Gee, you guys shouldn't have. (laughs) Like, no, really, like, you shouldn't have. Right. Because I'm sure she's coming back from Ezra being like, I have conflicted feelings and wide eyes. Right. <laughs> wide eyes. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. I suddenly feel like, you know how every now and then, for no reason, you'll just, like, fully realize your own mortality and it just washes over you? That's how I felt. But the feeling about, like, PLL is really over. And I, like, no, fully understand that's it. The worst it was, like, feeling. for a moment, I fully, like, I got it. And it was horrifying. And I, my brain came out of it again because it's too hard to stay there for too long. More than I can the end of this show. I agree because I've been dealing with death for a lot longer than the end of this show. Yeah, I haven't had enough time to prepare emotionally. I'm not prepared. I am fully. I will a hundred percent admit that I am in complete denial that this show is ending. Me too. I um, I just rewatched season five, six, and seven. And uh, I just finished seven like last night. And as I was like finishing it, I was like, oh, there's nothing. There's nothing nothing to watch next. Like, what am I? Infinite darkness. And I I, I still have so many questions. Yeah. So, yeah. um, uh, Who took Jenna? Who? Who? I actually forgot Jenna got took. Yeah, and I just I love that forgot she, about that. That was like the, the least important thing. The funniest thing, that thing though is her just laying there being like, "Are you AD?" And it was just like, I feel like if I was AD, I'd be like, "Yeah," and that's a fucking stupid nomenclature. They, like, I'm just <laughs> going with what you guys are doing. But y'all are fucking like, why not something cooler? Like, uh, I liked Big Bad. Yeah, Big Bad's fun. Emoj A. Should we get into a theory here? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Stephanie Craig. I promised that we'd get to this. And hey girl, three hi. long years later. It's more like three weeks, but it feels like three years. Um, uh, uh, let's just go into it. Space. It's been a while because she said, happy holidays, ladies. It's always the holidays when you're listening to Cabernet and A. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, this is like the most depressing week of the year. Why? Because you're like full. Is that statistically? Yeah. Um, we just passed Blue Monday. Monday was the um, the first Monday of the year after New Year's. Is when people are sad about their life. Yeah, because, because all they the holiday. Because they over. Well, <laughs> they probably will start realizing that once they take down their holiday lights, which we're sitting in my apartment. All my holiday stuff is still up. I'm like, nope. I- I just this did it isn't Sunday. Coming, it was painful. This is not coming down until probably March. <laughs> I mean, nothing's I real. It's you. not like it's gonna like be a problem. Yeah, who cares? So what? Who cares? So what? Any hoodle. Um, okay, theory. So Stephanie, Craig, Let's do it, Stephanie. Here are some things, and I mean, this is a treat for me too, because at the time, you know, eleven years ago. I remembered what this was, and now I don't. <laughs> so now it's a surprise for me too. Um, it's new to you. 
so okay she's watched up episode 23 of season three 323 so that's like dark spencer era so it's a real good time um and this is what she says number one when eddie lamb btw bay heart emoji face she says um we agree best to you the guy who plays eddie lamb we hope you're alive in real life uh eddie lamb is attempting to take a look take a book to spencer and Ren, oh, I remember now. This is exciting. Eddie Lamb is attempting to take a book to Spencer, and Ren stops him. It is the same time when A slash Spencer is at the carnival with Baby Fitz. I always assumed Ren stopped Eddie out of some bro power play sort of thing, but you guys, Ren knew Spencer wouldn't be in her room because Ren knew she was at the carnival. What about that, Sue? What do you think? Isn't that that like actually blew my mind? Because I actually never thought about it that way when i first watched like i always hold on wait i'm Do you trying have, like, to... a slight like buzzing i think it's oh yeah my no i my my oh because being weird. Okay. sorry i put my wine down it's fine <laughs> i put my my mic down to open wine. No. I put my mic down to open wine. Open um, wine. I'm sorry I interrupted you. But no, just, but you... i'm trying to follow the idea so, so Ren... remember the time when and radley dark spencer's and radley and she's like buddy buddy with eddie lamb yeah. and eddie is kind of like going towards her room and Ren's like what are you doing and Eddie's like oh I'm taking Spencer this book I told her I give her this book and he's like you can give it to her tomorrow and he's like all right bro and oh, so like didn't you always like, feel like it was a power Ren play but it's like knew. just like what if mind blown, yeah right like what if Ren actually knew what if it wasn't Ren a bro was working power- on that time yes and it wasn't a bro power play it was actually Ren either trying to protect Spencer from getting in trouble by Eddie blowing her cover or that's a more innocuous reason or more nefarious he was trying to like i gotta enable what spencer is doing as a is that crazy um i believe this and i I also feel like hugh while he is british in real life and he was brought on because of his great acting ability and also with his connection with Ian, I think there's something with Hugh and Ren. Like I do. We're trying to like do a little. Yeah, I really I do. I, I feel agree. like they mm-hmm. couldn't use Ren. So why don't they use Hugh mm-hmm. and they can tie it together because Somehow. there's been enough fan theories about Ren where oh, yeah. it would make a nice, you know, paper doll kind of connection. Mm-hmm of this kind of prototype Mm -hmm. of this sketchy doctor um just in case you guys were wondering we finished the list bobos and now we're going to the bogle uh something or other old vine zinfandel i believe this is i like this one sounds lovely um any hoodle so isn't that interesting though I it's do like, like that but i don't know what because like if it means that ren was actually trying to facilitate like hey eddie back off let her do her a thing it's like i still don't feel like i have the capacity to wrap my brain around what that means or how ren was involved or if he was being blackmailed by somebody or if he so, was really trying to help cc all right let's this, go down the ren hole I, by the way this is like only half her email so just like let's keep going but just oh don't God. let me forget to go back to it. i know there's a lot happening should we keep going or should i go down the ren go down hole? the rabbit hole and then we'll dive back in well the thing is, is i'm calling it the ren hole because so ren and melissa have this connection Mm-hmm. Ren's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Melissa and Cece have some sort of connection. Ren and Hugh. Hugh ends up marrying Allie, but is. Sorry, guys. Ren ends up marrying Allie, but was also with Cece. Do we feel like Ren and Hugh and Charlotte. Sh- sorry, not Hugh. Um. What's his character on the show? Uh, Rollins. Rollins. Or Archer. They all like went on like some double date <laughs> in England and were like, oh, you know what we should do? It's jolly good fun. Let's like fill Spencer's bag full of blood. Yeah, maybe. Just like, like for funsies. Like they were all in on it. Like wouldn't that be fun if there was just that little snippet of them just having tea and crumpets and filling Spencer's bag with blood? It would be fun. I feel like it would be a big missing piece that would be confusing, but I, I would accept it because it would be some sort of answer. And then they're all doing each other's coffee. They're they're making each other's tea just like Caleb and Mona do each other's coffee. And then they're explaining to just like a, a bystander who didn't ask the difference between um, a crumpet and a 
biscuit? <laughs> yes. Melissa has to do it. Just the same way that Spencer does. <laughs> just like, because they're kind of sisters, but maybe they're right. not. Maybe they're not. Um, yeah, I feel like I just have never had the ability to theorize what is actually going on with Ryan and Melissa. As much as that's the, probably to the people we all want to get to the bottom of more than anything. I think... I mean, this is just going down a little bit tangential of what we talked about, I think, in recent weeks where, like, I still don't understand the idea of Ren working at Radley, obviously then knowing that Cece is in Radley, Charlotte's in Radley, Spencer finds these name tags that say Cece visited and then confronts her. Like, obviously, these visitors tags were not real. They were fake. But then who would fake them? It just it's all... I just it's too much for to, to wrap my brain around when you when you start to like bring in like Ren working at Radley and Charlotte. Well, and I think especially with Noel and Jenna in the final episode, I think it's just there's so much team swapping. Right. So many people are on the A team and then they're on Allie's team and then they're also on AD's team. And like they're with the girls in some points and not like and they have their own agenda, but then also maybe they're being blackmailed. Yeah. It's so like too many other agendas. What what else does Okay, number say? two. Number two. Spencer follows the game board into the basement of Radley and finds Allie on the floor shuffling through old records. Ugh, I love this part. Yeah. Allie picks one up and says to Spencer, didn't your mother used to have this one? Spencer replied, no, your mother did. You guys, please tell me I'm not the only one who missed this before. She actually has one more question, but let's go into that because I've always been, I've always been fascinated by that part. I always thought that part was so intriguing and must mean something or, you know, just like you pray to God. It must oh my be God. something. But what does it mean? Oh my oh God. Sue's standing up. Sue's standing up. Sue's standing up. It's just like your family has the worst apples. apples. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just high five. Um, it, no. yeah, it is. totally makes more sense that she's just like. But why? But so like, but I was born from the good mother, and you were born from the bad mother. But that wouldn't give some Allie some sort of understanding of what's going on. And I feel like I trust Allie. <sighs> I know. I don't know if I'll ever trust Allie, but I also don't trust Allie because even in the last few episodes, Allie's had this whole like I'm pregnant, and Paige is really interesting because like, whatever. Your feelings, our feelings, every feeling about Paige aside. I think it's really interesting because I do think that as a character, I don't think we're meant to hate Paige. I don't think we're meant to hate her. I think they just fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I do think that Paige is supposed to be someone who cares greatly for Emily Mm -hmm. and always had Emily's best intentions, but also disliked Allie. So I think... It's very interesting because Paige is like, Allie's trying to, like, break us apart. And Emily's like, you don't understand. There's something so, like, serious. And it's that Allie's pregnant. And she even says, Allie's in trouble. Which is, like, dirty dancing era speak for pregnancy. Right. And so she's like, Allie's in trouble. And, like, like, Paige is like, you're all all got danger around you like what are you doing dealing with this girl and she just always tries to pull you in further and it's interesting because watching the episode uh the day before like before that scene um emily asks Paige to come over when they're like all worried about hannah and stuff and Allie's like what is she doing here she's like i'm gonna go throw up i can't even stand her And she says it's because she's pregnant, but I also do just genuinely wonder, like, how are you still fucking holding a grudge for Paige? You've been, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, I just feel like there are still people in high school from high school that I and middle school that I don't love. But if I saw them and I was going and if I was in the middle of everything, I wouldn't be like. Ugh, that person. Totally. You know? But wait, what made you think of all that and Paige just about trusting Allie or not? Trusting Allie. Got yeah. It. Just like being like, how, because again, like 
does Allie know about the... Because she knew something about her family and Spencer's family being connected right. with Jason and whatnot. Right. But, like, how far did she know? Did she know that she could... Did like, she know she had into this aunt? Did she know... We're, I mean, like, we're led to believe right now that she didn't. Right. But then what would the actual implications of that be if so... So... Allie says to Spencer, because that's actually what it is. I think, I mean, because it would almost imply the opposite that like Spencer knows something in this instance, because Allie says to Spencer, didn't your mother used to have this one? And Spencer says, no, your mother did. So it almost implies that Spencer's the one who's oh. throwing it back on her and being yeah. like, no, your mother, by me, I'm, but like, I don't know. And That's I don't know, like, because if Allie's saying, like, didn't your mother, it's like, who knows what is sort of, yeah. well, which way would it imply? Would it and be like, yeah. Allie and, and Spencer's dream with um, turkey for sandwich on lunch day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes me think that maybe subconsciously Spencer always knew. It's the same thing with her knowing Charles and her being like, it's like knowing someone like a cousin or an old distant family member. So it's like, was there a part of Spencer that always knew that she wasn't a full Hastings? And also, like, does that mean that Peter's not really her dad? Because I just can't believe that Peter's not really her dad. Does this wine taste like blue cheese to you? A little <laughs> bit? Why does it taste like blue cheese to me? Take a swig and think about it. There's something like, there's yeah, something like pungent about it. Not in a yeah. bad way. No, no, I totally can taste that. Oh god, um, and yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad about it at all. But it also surprised me because I was still expecting the flavor of the last one, and yeah. then it wasn't. The it other was like one was sweeter. a lot of sensations. Yeah, this is a, a different feel. Yeah, different mouthfeel for sure. <laughs> so one more. We don't use mouthfeel in an episode. Did it really happen? <laughs> <laughs> So this is Stephanie's last point. Um, on a general query, Allie says something to Spencer about the sixth grade. And Spencer says, she didn't even know Allie then. Remember, that's on that same yes. part. Like, I didn't even Drives know you me crazy. But having the Hastings and Dealer and his families live next to each other since Jason was little, that's what was said when we found out Jason is Mr. Hastings' son. And Veronica says how hard it was to see him growing up next door. The other revelations led me to believe that I, Marlene, and the other writers really might have had the whole plot line through season seven planned ahead. Um, so why drop this weird contradictory information in the same scene? Thoughts? Yes. I mean, I think, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or just amongst ourselves, but that is a, a plot hole thing yeah. for sure. If, if I mean, because, yeah, there's there are a couple, unfortunately, of timeline plot holes, and that's one of them. Yep. I didn't even know you then. Well, you did because you lived next door to me, supposedly. Um, also, okay, wait. She sent, uh, we were emailing back and forth. Oh, my God. That's right. That's right. That's right okay. She sent this follow-up email, too, because I don't remember what I said. It doesn't matter. It's probably something stupid. And then she said, um, since I emailed you, I watched a few more apps that Ren is in, and I for sure think that he was either working for CCA or possibly for Ezra, question mark, because Ooh. at this time, Ezra was playing CC, paying CC and other people for info <gasps> or jobs, and I'm pretty sure that it is about that time when Mona catches onto Ezra and Ren. Yeah. Mona is readmitted to Radley after confessing to killing Wilden, and there is the scene where Ren is having Mona analyze a drawing, and she corrects the spelling of yep. the word as notes, which we talked about last week. And then there is a scene where Mona and Ezra are, take, are talking on the street, and she's questioning his book choices and where his allegiance lies. I got the very strong feeling that this is a turning point where she figures him out. And can I just add that rewatching the whole Ezra, di Ezra dynamic with all the knowledge we now have is absolutely disgusting in all caps. You know? yes. He is so manipulative and dangerous all his life multiple times. Remotely stalls Emily's car. He for sure put those knives in Jake's punching bag and all for a book. I know. And also a really quick yeah. fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, I grew up with the actor who played Jake. He played baseball <gasps> with my brother and attended a high school a year behind me. Earlier in the year, came back. he came back to our hometown for the opening of a movie he was in. And I grabbed a photo with him and asked if he knew who A was. And he asked me if I knew about the twins from the books. <gasps> was his response. And this is a picture of her with Jake. Isn't oh that my fun? God. They look like a cute couple. I know. It's a really good picture of them. 
Um, we have to go over to Dennis's and Launch Point next door. Also, if you guys didn't hear my inaudible, inward breathing gasp of excitement, um, I was saying that Ren and Ezra are supposed to have a scene together. Oh, right. So I think that Steph, you might be right. Can I call Maybe. you Steph? Yeah. I don't know why I'm responding for her. It seems fine. Stephanie, Steph. <laughs> I don't I don't want to get too personal yeah. with you, but I, I I do it's funny because Chelsea usually responds to all the emails. I've over the years gotten horrible at email well, correspondence. You do all the you do all the Facebook page stuff. Yeah. And you're better on Twitter than me. We kind of yeah. split Twitter, but I feel like erring towards you and then you're all Facebook and then I'm all email. Yeah. And like I I just I'll like I read through them and a lot of them I'm just like I I think a lot of email stuff just like intimidates me and I'm like I'll I'll it's get to this later. It is overwhelming. I mean, and I have to admit, and this is something that makes me even anxious. I have over four thousand unread Gmails. Oh my god! Just hearing you say that gave me chills. Like, and I keep being like, oh, this is the weekend that I'll catch up on them. And I keep putting it off. But are there things you need to catch up on? Or is it no, like... No, I scan it pretty regularly, but there's definitely stuff that I'm like, oh, I'll just keep this unread. And now there's so much unread yeah. that I don't know. And like, I'm sure I'm missing show bookings and other things. Like, I understand. Uh, I but, understand. So like, email has become like... And it sucks because I do love to email people. But it can but be an albatross. It is. I definitely... And I mean, it's not like our inboxes are being like flooded but i will like if i open and we have like four or five emails i'm like jesus like i had literally i'm like i just have to put this on my to-do list for like a day this week like <laughs> like meanwhile what am i doing on the subway like for two yeah. hours every day but i'm just like oh god it's so much which um, by the way if you do want to email us yes, or facebook us or twitter us it's all <laughs> cabernet and a one word and we will um, we and do we'll, we'll read get everyone between, between we, the two of us god damn it we'll do it we read every single thing so we love it um do we wanna i would love and do you want to look at my phone here because i have it pulled up oh shit actually wait now i don't have it pulled up because it just went away but here you go on cabernet and a do you wanna i feel like i want you to handle your theory so because sue was posting some theories in the past couple of weeks on facebook and then you guys like had so much so many great comments so i want Sue, if you want to like, wow, there were forty comments. Yeah, you on guys this. were going. I didn't even realize I was so it. into. It. So if you didn't see our Facebook page, Cameron A, this is sort of the dialogue. Let's take it to the podcast here. So I posted this on December 29th. Um, Sue theory: Bethany Young and Spencer Hastings are twins. Mary is their mom. Bethany came to Rosewood that night to tell her the truth. And Cece wants to stop her, but so did Melissa. That's why they were seen talking. Melissa didn't want her family broken up and knew Allie was going to talk to Bethany about it. I'm watching season five trying to find some relevance. That's the best I got. Thoughts. Um, And there were tons of comments. One of the things that did come up about is that Bethany is actually older than... Spencer, but that mm. means that Charlotte and Bethany could have been twins. Ooh. Um, which also makes things a little spicier. Very also, spicy. we do know that like Bethany's dad was banging one of those Drake sisters. Sure. So I do think there is something to this theory that I have about Spencer, uh, about Bethany coming to tell Allie something and Cece not wanting... Oh, I think yeah. there is still a CC Melissa connection, and I think it's going to be important. I would love and it. And I think we're going to find out. And it makes me wonder, after watching everything, if Melissa isn't the one that killed Charlotte. Oh my God. Because I be just. Super spicy. I just feel as though they had something that they were talking about. Like, they both knew about Mary and Jessica. I don't know if which one knew which. Like, I feel like Charlotte was her own secret with the fact that she was part of that family and whatnot. And I feel like Melissa was like, I know a secret about your family. And hers might have been Mary. Because, like, the thing is, is that Melissa's always got this, like... 
I'm your sister. I'm trying to protect you. But what if it was because, you know, it's this adopted sister, you know, like you're my ward still though. (laughs) Kind of feel. Here's a thought that I just had where you're saying that. Because I was going to say I like... I would love if there's a CC and Melissa connection because I love the idea that flashback we see according flashback according to Jason. Yeah. He sees Melissa and CC talking in the yard that night. But now we have seen that that whole night or most of that night, Charlotte was there dressed in the black hoodie. And we know that we've seen Allie Bethany was dressed in, in the, the yellow. yellow. So what if it was Melissa and Bethany talking? Yeah. That Jason saw. And then that would mean either that they've known each other or that they were meeting for that night for the first time. And maybe Bethany was but, saying to Melissa, Melissa, look, Melissa thinks that she killed Allie. So maybe. Oh, right. So if Melissa Allie and, and Melissa Bethany, confronted each other. Because then she said, I killed a stranger. So Melissa, maybe Melissa's lying. Maybe Melissa knew Bethany. Maybe that's going to be another reveal. Maybe Melissa's maybe trying Melissa, to have us believe she ooh, she didn't know Bethany. Yeah, maybe yeah, she yeah. knew Bethany. Right. She's like, I killed a stranger. But really, she either A, meant to kill Bethany or B, didn't mean to kill her. And it was still an oopsie. But she knew her. So it was an even bigger oopsie. She's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry, B. You know? I just, I think that there's, I don't think that what Charlotte told us of that night is all what happened. Yeah. So that's the tricky thing Especially about the show, right? So the like, Wilden connection. Like, the Wilden connection, I believe, from that night. But the Bethany Young connection to Wilden still doesn't ring true to me. I think that yeah. there's something more with Bethany Young and Toby's mom because it's oh, just please, let there be. it's just such a meander down the road. I mean, either that or like everything that they wanted to do, all the actors fell through or something. But it's just they spend so much time on it. It's so much of Toby's character's motivation for like right. a season and a half. Really? For no real he's payoff. He's so desperate to find out. And then for what and then why is jenna involved is jenna involved like is is jenna tangential to bethany young is it all jenna just seems like the most worthless red herring at this point she just seems like she's so like tangentially involved for no reason other than to be a red herring she's not tangential she's so in the mix but like for nothing like watching this show purposeful jenna pops up in such crucial moments, but that's what makes that it it's seem like weirder. she can't mean nothing. But it almost seems like she's just playing this irrelevant side game. Is you know like oh we burned down the lodge and then like I knew Rollins or like she's just always kind of around but never like in a meaningful important way. It's just always kind of like it's like she shows she's up when they already like two. finish dealing. She's They're just like literally Jenna, you're too late. I think Jenna has some sort of... I I hope to God. I wish. I do think that she's Fortune's fool. Like, I do think that she's somebody who has just always been in the wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah. But I, I can't... I can't settle the idea that Jenna has nothing to do with anything. Like, I feel like she'll be involved in the Bethany Young or she'll be involved in shower harvey or the the death of shower harvey already toby's mom there's just something there that like she's part of the target or whatnot because i i do think that she's been playing in this game she's she's a player she might just be a pawn but i don't think she's a complete red herring where she has nothing to do with it i think she is i mean then to that end yes i think she's just a pawn though i think she doesn't i think if we want to get real talk i think she played this great sort of like interesting role in the first couple of seasons because they did this terrible thing to her and she served as a, a suspect for a that yes. turned out to be not true and then i think it was like oops now we're gonna do seven seasons let's just keep inserting her in suspicious ways that are ultimately meaningless that's uh, that's honestly what i think i honestly right. just think she's just sort of 
and I but would then, love I'm playing devil's advocate I guess because like I would love if she was more involved nothing yeah. would make me happier but I just don't feel hopeful that that's the case but then what's the deal with Noel Khan because that's his thing. dad was on the birth adoption papers. the adoption papers that's true so we know Andrew was adopted for sure we know about him too. that Damn Noel Khan father was a judge. Right. So he could have helped with some of the Radley nonsense as well. Right. Um, yeah, it's... There's a lot of tangled webs in this. It's a lot of tangled webs. I feel like... You literally just named two people that I forgot existed. Should... I mean... Should we do a episode <laughs> i'm gonna say something where you guys are like wait you don't do this every time spoiler alert no um where we sit down for like an hour before we podcast and just literally like like scandal you know bored like carrie washington on the wall like homeland um claire danes on the wall like string to pictures like figure the shit out and then talk about her findings you mean like more the instagram photo that you oh just my God. sent me i did oh yeah <laughs> chelsea sent me an instagram message um today that was so amazing where it was like a picture of like what I think I look like what I'm talking about, my fandom and what my favorite I, television show. My favorite television show and what I look like. And like one picture is what was the first one? Well, the first picture is just like two like business professional <laughs> women like having like a proper chat. coffee date. And then the other one is like <laughs> Charlie Day going crazy with like a <laughs> like a fucking it's homeland like, no, board no, behind totally him. Insane. Like totally get it. I'm like, oh my god. It was just like it was hilarious, but at the same time such a sobering fact of like, like yes, oh, this is this what is people what like. think of it's kind of like the other day I was trying to tell somebody that like I love Astoria and I was like, Astoria is the best place on earth and he was like, Yeah, I've been there. It's it's all right. And I was like no, no it's the best place on earth <laughs> i'm like I- i'm sorry i'm sorry how much do you pay for falafel like <laughs> yeah how much do you pay for falafel <laughs> i thought that was good but i feel like every t- i feel like i'm at a point and i've said this multiple times in the past probably like half a year I'm just at a point where everything feels so tangled when we do episodes like this. I don't have anything to really contribute other than talking in circles because I just feel like it's so far gone. I don't know how to even begin to theorize because it feels so out of control. But I would love like we should dedicate some time, put some time on our calendar. So really try to figure some shit out and then come to the people or you guys could just keep because that's I feel like what's gets my wheels turning is like. You know, we get emails like this. Yeah. You guys emails, tweeted us, do the Facebook, you know, commenting and that, you know, throw something at the wall, the wall being us. And On then the we'll like talk it out. I just feel like in a vacuum, it's hard for me anymore to get started. I just it's it's too much in my brain. There's like between PLL theories and like I got other emails for work. It's like a lot like we we're saying. Was my th- other theory of my delirium when I had stayed up because of the mouse and I didn't sleep and I just kept watching PLL like that was going to save me? <laughs> and I was like, maybe Shower Harvey is just an alien. Oh, yeah. I mean, that and sounds pl- She was sent plausible. here to shower. That's like, like the most plausible thing that anyone said in the past. But was that years. something that other people had said? Around, like somebody was like, this isn't a new theory. And I was like, someone oh. said that? Yeah. Someone was like, oh, we've all thought that. And I was like. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's been an official theory, but I'm sure we probably have. It's all crossed our mind at some point. I mean, honest to God, I was getting so like in our conversations about Ren and Melissa that when you said and then Bethany Young and I felt like we were really getting somewhere with Melissa and Bethany Young. And then when you said shower Harvey, I was just like, I don't even I'm back at square one because you forget you forget about her. But then like Marion better Miss Mary Cavanaugh better have something more to do with everything that's going on Bethany Young better have more to do with all this than just the fact that she pushed like if Toby's mom off because like you said if we spent a season and a half figuring out that like Marion got pushed by Bethany Young 
just for the sake of, okay, you guys, we can all go home now. You see, Bethany Young matters because she killed another character's mom. Like, no, that's not enough. There she has to matters because she killed another character's mom and then was buried by Melissa by mistake. Well, right. And she was there. Why? Right. Like, Cece says that she knew that Bethany was there and she was going to hurt her family, right? Wasn't that it? Guys. I don't remember anymore, actually. How is it that I've watched so much of this show and I still don't remember? No, well, yeah, there's so much going on. Does does Charlotte <laughs> say Bethany was going to hurt her family? I thought that's why she went there. Do, yeah. Oh, my you, God, you're right. You're right. You're right. She did say that. Do you ever watch with Babe and Leo? Because they, they haven't seen any of the... Like, they're, they're just now on season four. And when we watch with them... I, like they'll sometimes be like checking their phone or looking at other things and i'm just like you guys are missing so much <laughs> what are you do-? like she'll be like like babe will be like oh i like watch and then i like like clean the apartment and i'm just like oh, you have me. no idea what's going on it's true i mean it is a lot when you're watching that much all at once and like we've watched every episode probably 20 times at this point that's yeah. not an exaggeration <laughs> and i'll still see new things but like yeah that it's for watching it the first time, I mean, because when I binge watched the first entire three seasons, yeah. I mean, because I would try to pull that. I learned early on, like, I would try to pull that. Like, I'd be, like, having it on and doing something else. And I learned really quickly, like, you cannot. Yeah. The, not the first time around. You really can't. Well, and, like, they'll be, be vigilant. Like, like, they'll be, like, doing things on their phones. And I'm like, you guys, you just missed something Such huge. Such a clue. Like, yeah. they, like missed like the introduction of cc at one point like like with cc coming in and they were just like oh what like oh yeah i guess she looks like ali and i was just like no <laughs> we have to watch this exact scene because look at what she says and that's what ali says and this is all one big giant crazy thing <laughs> Oh, wait. Okay, really quick, because I know we're like, well, I mean, we aren't going long, but it's like late, but really quick. Last no, week, I think we're doing great. Okay, great. Last week when we recorded with Babe and Leo, I was saying I wanted to get into some theories about episode 412. Now, wait, I see me now you don't. Has it only been 17 minutes? No, 51 minutes. Oh, okay. You're looking at it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at this. Oh, looking at that. No, that's how much time's left on the card. Okay. Um, okay, so episode 412. Now, I see me now you don't. I really had some theories oh, yeah, I was excited about. Theory and that I was you like, were like burning oh my God. Up. I mean, I, listen, it's not even like I use the term theory very loosely, but it's just things that came to mind because, okay. So for that episode, I just, in general, I just in the episode before that, bring down the hoe when CC's in the black hoodie in the A scene at the end. It's like, I just was like, you just forget. You yeah. forget that. We literally, they showed, showed us CC, but then it was, it was, now you see me, now you don't, magic trick, yep. smoke and mirrors, sleight of hand, we're going to divert you yep. with the Ezra reveal. So you're going to forget, we're going to give you this Ezra reveal, we're going to be like, oh, I, maybe, like, looks like CC was on Ezra's payroll, and Ezra must be A, yep. and now you've forgotten the whole thing. Yeah, I thought oh, that too. So I thought it amazing. was so smart. It's so amazing. They literally showed us. God damn it. Um, also, I still don't understand why Mona is at a bed and be- breakfast. Uh, also, Mona's death. Okay. So, Mona's in the baby coffin. You forget Mona's yeah. death is literally foretold yep. all this time ago. I mean, I guess she just dies. Well, she dies basically a full season later. Yep. It's in the middle of season five. But it's crazy I guess it's not a huge, enormous amount of time, but it just feels like it just, I feel cements are all of our feeling that season five was sort of this filler stretch of a season in in way. I know you're visiting season five, you like it, but I just still feel like we foretold Mona's death in the middle of season four. We don't get to it till the middle of season five. That to me makes me feel like there was a slight, plan change like it's too early of a foretelling like you've forgotten by the fucking time she dies it's just too much it it just reeks to me of they had to fill they had to insert seasons and episodes they weren't planning i agree with that and i do like i don't totally hate season five now yeah but i will say when i rewatched it 
I definitely was doing other things. I wasn't just focusing on that. And I think that's a season where you can do that. Yeah. I, I will totally agree that you can be in and out of season five because there's a lot of Felicia. There's a lot of stuff that you're just like, oh, what was that, Talia? No one gives a fuck. Right. But like, I do think that everything does have some sort of bubble up purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I I think that it's just upsetting as a fan to see everything laid out and be like, I wish you had taken that time and showed me what Allie was doing. Yes. Or like if you're gonna yes. if you're gonna meander and if Allie Allie's times away didn't mean anything, then at least be like, This was what was happening. And you could use the girls to be like, this is what they were doing. And this is what Allie was doing. Like, or something like that. Because here's the thing. AD could still mean Allie Dear Laurentis. Yeah. It could still be that simple. And that's why, like, I also think that season five is interesting. Because I think the Allie extrapolation that we get and the Allie that we get back is so different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's that whole twin theory here's so twins skip a generation so if that's the case then Allie had twins that she gave away Allie would (laughs) be having twins right I mean and honestly now I'm like I don't even know if Allie's even pregnant ever you mean oh right now I forgot she's pregnant right now guys yeah, I've, and I, I love how, like, show? Emily's just like, whose is it? And, like, Ellie's like, fucking Rollins, bitch. Right. And, like, she has every right to ask whose it is. Ellie, I'm sorry. You were a lying skank the last right. time we were very close friends. Right. right. You know, like, let's. how Ellie's all, like, indignant about everything. Yeah, there's just, like, but, but it's weird because there are times where Ellie's very much, like, don't forget who I am. Right. And then there are times where she's this very meek character. And that's the thing that I find very interesting watching season five is that her character is oddly complex in the sense that it flattens out when she comes back. Right. And this is something that could be controversial and I don't want another cunt gate. But like, I really respect the actress um, Sasha Pieterse, whatever. Um, I can't say your last name, but I respect the fuck out of you. But I almost like it's weird, but I feel like she was a stronger actress when she was younger. Interesting. Like, I feel like her bitchiness and her pointedness. But is it because her character has changed? Is it the, the character yeah. change or is the it an actress change? change? Because That's an interesting point. I guess I would err on the read. side of they want her, they want us to feel that so that she's Maybe a good it's actress. Maybe a change of because they're direction. To, yeah, because they're, they want her to be a little bit of a softer sad. alley. But it makes I me sad because she was such a great, a strong yeah. character. Yeah. But I feel like you could have brought that bitchiness into other aspects of the role because it just it seems so weird how she doesn't seem to have this backbone and you know season five we also season six rather we think about her possibly being the killer of charlotte right and ultimately it's proved that she's not right but it does feel like well then who are you right because yes who are you indeed well like it's even like this whole like she's my sister it's like bitch you ran away from your family right i don't know why you feel this strong need and connection for family when you hated your family yeah your mother tried to like slice your fingers open with the piano your dad is a homophobe transphobe crazy like ridiculous man you know like who who locked you the way away the second you came back your brother was a drug addict who dated your transsexual sister (laughs) like 
what like you didn't <laughs> seem to really love this family but immediately you have this transsexual sister who like, was your friend who lied to you for years and now you're family. like i have to keep this person and not the transsexual part like that's not part of it no it's, it's even just like even if it was just a sister family. that dated a brother or whatever like you have this new sibling you didn't who even, lied to you for years you didn't even like the sibling that you grew up with right. you didn't even like your fucking neighbors like, <laughs> she didn't like anybody and then why? now she's like she's family yeah it just That's doesn't a good make point. sense. I don't know. I just That's think a good point. I think season doesn't five is interesting for that, like the re- watching of that. But there is a lot of I, I would say there's heavy fast forwarding, like bringing down the hoe. There's heavy fast forwarding, but I still like that. Like f- season five is just one long bringing down the hoe. Right. <laughs> um, I think we got to the bottom of nothing here, but I f- it felt cathartic. <laughs> and more theories more, more theories, theories more th- yeah send please us. send us all your theories we please need more please. theories we need you to write your 2017 uh reviews, reviews. and uh cabernet is on february 7th and next week one of my best friends from college will be uh here Yay. as a pll virgin we're gonna pop his cherry and watch some past episode so if you guys want us to watch an episode with him so my friend who's never watched pll let us know if Any there's one. Any episode you want us to watch with him. And keep your eye out on social media so that you can start voting on the um, yes. the amazing Cabernet and A's. We'll let you know when that happens. Yes. And uh, you guys are the best. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I love you. <laughs>